We look around, but we do not see. We hear all these sounds, but fail to listen. We talk the talk so eloquently, but when the time comes to walk the walk, we just turn a blind eye. We have become an audience like those who sit around soccer fields with nice comfy seats and plenty of food and drinks to last for the game. We have become an audience who just sits on the sidelines. We're the audience to the cries of those who cry for justice, wondering if justice was ever just because now, now it's just them and their Lord. Assalamu alaikum everyone and welcome back to another episode of the Rogue Muslim podcast. Um, this week I am sharing a pre-check-in for the meditation method, which again, I am 10 days late. I'm not 10 days late doing it. I'm 10 days late recording this. Um, because I don't know about anyone else, but I, uh, I feel like I'm busier than ever still. Like, <laughs> I, it's so hard to just set aside some time to just record and actually get it done and publish and all that stuff. Um, so yeah, I don't know. I don't know why. I don't know. I, there's just so many. I think when you're in the house for a really long, consistent period of time, all these things just show up of what you need to do. And then there's like emotional stuff that you got to deal with. That I don't know if anyone else is having to deal with emotions they do not want to deal with. That is my case. Um, it's been a roller coaster. Um, and then, of course, Ramadan and trying to fit in all the goals and just Ibadah and stuff like that. And then other work stuff. And yeah, it just adds up, doesn't it? Um, but yeah, uh, so this pre-checking is really late. but So I'm not going to give you like an insight of how it's been so far. Um, I'm just going to let you know what I was kind of going into this uh, meditation with um and then I'll share the reflections on how it's gone, obviously, in the next few days. Um, so yeah, the reason I chose meditation is just because of, you know, the benefits that you hear about it is really um, to increase focus, to um, uh, really connect with your body, to be able to read your body, to listen to it, to be able to connect uh, more greatly with your surroundings and spirituality and your emotions and knowing what you're feeling and things. And so um, you know, this was kind of the reason that I wanted to do it. I just wanted to, primarily, I want to be able to listen to my body. I think sometimes for me, I, I'm a people pleaser. So for me, sometimes I don't listen to my body enough. And I think that, um, and, and I end up listening to a people's opinions and people's experiences or mindsets or behaviors and things like that. And almost, mimicking them and I want to know exactly what my body is telling me and how I feel and and you know what what that impact is and what really it's trying to tell me you know is it telling me that I need to process something or that I'm not ready to process something is it telling me that it, you know for, for example for food habits you know uh that's also a big one that I really want to uh, commit to is changing my food lifestyle and I think now that I've put a spiritual twist on it I have more of a reason uh, for me to stick to it um, but that's going to be a, like a later habit um, but yeah for me like being able to get in tune with my body with meditation and then being able to listen to what my body actually wants to be fed um, because 
I I actually genuinely think I have an addiction to sugar and it is a drug. It is an addiction. Um, and I think I have that, like I full on just, I, and I don't think I realized how much, this is a completely different episode at this point, but I don't think I realized how addicted I was until this Ramadan. And, um, so now I'm trying to change it. Um, but yeah, I'm hoping that meditation, consistent meditation will lead me eventually to hearing what my body is saying um and hearing what it wants and what it needs i'll be very curious in the long term if it also tells me my spiritual needs um obviously we know that the prophet and the ahlul bayt they would meditate and they they found it to be a very excellent practice so i'm just really wondering what kind of spiritual reflections in the long run will come i don't think they're going to come anytime soon i mean you know they will but it also takes consistent practice to be able to hear that thing. You know, maybe it's coming, but I'm not hearing it. Um, so yeah, I just really wanted to, um, I wanted to just learn and check this out. You know, what is it? Why do so many people live by it? Why do they swear by it? Why is it such a big part of their practice outside of even prayers, you know? Um, so yeah, I was just really interested in seeing what it can do, what it can do for my mind to calm it. Um, alhamdulillah, I'm in a more calmer state of mind than I have been in the past few months. But it will just be interesting to, um, yeah, you know, you know, when those moments of just overthinking, I overthink a lot. And I especially overthink a lot in at nighttime, and it really, really impacts my sleep. I know I've shared this before, um, but it really impacts my sleep. So I'm wondering how meditation can just make me go to bed feeling a lot more calm and at ease um you know I'm really I've read this book called The Power of Habits and I would highly recommend everyone read that it's 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 um how do I describe it it's just it, it describes the power oh my god this is gonna sound really dumb now um but the power of habits you know it, it's a really apt title to be honest with you um but it really does inspire you to really take stock of your habits and how those habits have been formed and, um, you know, what you can do to change them. I think I'm a very stubborn person when it comes to my habits and I do stick to the bad ones, even though I know I shouldn't. Um, but I don't really, I never really felt inspired or motivated to change them. And now I just feel, you know, it's, I'm in a new stage of my life and I really just want to, uh, um, <laughs> you know, there's this, uh, Quran, um, I subscribe to this, by the way, guys, it's like 4.30, you know, it's almost, it's four more hours till I start, like, between that and weekends and calls, my head is just fried, um, but there's this beautiful email subscription list that I'm subscribed to, um, and it gives you, you can, you basically get this Quranic word of the day, and I'll link that below, you get this Quranic word of the day, and, um, you get, it's, it's so accessible, like, it's unbelievably accessible, it's a really quick snippet, I actually enjoy getting these emails, it's not one that I try and avoid, it's not one that I get overwhelmed by eventually, like, it's quick to the point, and it gives you a really beautiful way to um, be more intentional about who you are. So yesterday's word was ihsan, and so what that means is to have a beautiful character and to do everything beautifully and to the, um, to, to, with your best uh, intent and in, in the best way you possibly can, right? Um, and so you want to strive to become a muhsin, which is a person who has ihsan. 
Um, also, I was not reading any of that. So for my head to just remember that, I was just kind of impressed for a bit there. Um, because you typically I don't. So that's what I'm talking about when I say it's so easy to read and to just digest. Um, but anyways, yeah, I'm on this kind of new mission that I want to I wanna be the best in, in what I do and, and how I act. And especially akhlaq, you know, having and perfecting your akhlaq is so... Like having good akhlaq, not bad akhlaq. Perfecting, uh, having good akhlaq is so underrated. So many of the world's issues would just be stopped um, if we all practiced having good akhlaq. So that's something that I really am striving for. And I think, um, you know... I don't really know why I started this. Oh yeah, habits. Um, basically, I want to see what kind of good habits I can um, accumulate in order to better myself and better my character and how they will um, have a domino effect in the way I practice other things like at work and in my personal life and things like that. So yeah, I'm the way I had intended to do this when I started was just to try a whole bunch of different methods. I asked on Instagram uh, before the month started just how people meditate if they do um a lot of people recommended the calm app and which i've i've used before for sleep stories which i really like um i love listening to stephen fry's sleep stories and uh it really really works for me so i've done that i've not done the meditation before on the calm app because i think you've had to pay for it like you can do some free ones but um the more focused ones and the more um um uh, you know, the ones that cater to a very specific need, uh, those you have to pay for. So I haven't done that. But um, yeah, so people recommend the Calm app or just listening to a YouTube video or um, a podcast that I haven't listened to, but I'll put down below from Boys in the Cave. And it really talks about the spiritual dimensions of, um, of meditation. Um, and so I'm really, really interested to hear it. It's like three hours long, so it is a little bit time consuming, but apparently it's worth it as somebody has shared on Instagram. Um, and then people just recommended doing some guided meditations or specific methods that they find really helpful because one of the things that I've found with meditation in the past, I've only ever tried it a few times, but A, I find sitting in an upright position to be very, very uncomfortable. And so my mind then is just focused on how uncomfortable my back is. So, um, yeah, for me, it's just about figuring out the ways that I can do it that doesn't hinder my breath work or doesn't hinder my ability to connect fully. But, um, you know, when you see people in yoga and, and in meditation, they're all just sitting upright with no support. And so, you know, just being allowed. I didn't know you could. It sounds so dumb, but I didn't know you could just sit by a wall and do it you know I really didn't it sounds so dumb now that I say it out loud but for some reason that just did not cross my head um I think because I was so new at it I was like no I just gotta listen to exactly how it is I gotta figure out follow this recipe of how they meditate and things like that um so yeah that was a big hindrance getting really bored honestly it's so boring I um and, and also, I didn't have the right intent before, right? So that's why I found it super boring to do. Now, there, I have more reasons uh, that I want to do it. Before, it was kind of like, yeah, everyone does it, so I should try it. Or, um, I mean, that was basically it. Literally just stepping on the trend. Or like, you know, I've heard it's good for you. But not really having a why, not having my why. Um, and, and those whys can change, of course. But 
um, I don't know, I have a zeal that I didn't have before for it. Um, and so, yeah, I think I'm just, I'm just a lot more open to it right now and might as well try it whilst I am. Um, yeah, that's kind of, that's kind of my pre-check-in. Used to find it very, very boring, didn't see the point of it, didn't care, didn't, uh, want to just sit there and, and just be in silence. Um, also, you know, a lot of people shared that, um, you end up being forced to think of things that you didn't want to because you are in utmost silence. Um, so yeah, that was something that I was not looking forward to. Um, also, you know, just living in the family type I do, um, and I'm sure many people of immigrant backgrounds, I mean, can relate, um, even non-immigrant fam- backgrounds, but, you know, my family is constantly barging into my room or calling for me or, um, you know, there's just something always going on. So just having that five minutes to just be, and this is without kids, by the way, <laughs> um, is just sometimes a little bit tri- tricky um, because, you know, five minutes for somebody who practices yoga and meditation, I think is, um, you can make the most of that five minutes but for five minutes for me when I'm just starting off it takes me like five minutes just to get into some type of zone it takes me five minutes just to hold on to patience right um so yeah um actually that's another thing with meditation I'm really wondering how it can uh, make me a more patient person for little things I'm patient for big things for macro things but for little things I get very impatient pretty quickly so I'm just very curious with that um, one last thing I had shared before, um, that my friend, you know, practices some pretty intentional breath work when she prays and it has led to a more meditative state. So I have been practicing that. So that did kind of set me up. Um, and I've just been really interested in knowing more about breath work. And so there is a, uh, Instagram post coming soon around that, inshallah, and just the power of breath work. There's also a podcast by the breath uh, oh no, there's a podcast by Venetia Falconers. Uh, her podcast is Talking Taste Buds, and she interviewed somebody called The Breath Guy. And I found it very, very fascinating. Um, I'll also link that below. I listened to that months ago, um, but that's kind of when I became uh, aware of the power of breath and how many healing properties it has. You really need to listen to this um, podcast that I link. It's just incredible incredible um and and the work he's doing is really incredible and so yeah just subhanallah you know being able to look into our bodies and finding a lot of cures within and and with something as simple as breath work which we definitely or great breathing which we definitely take advantage um take for granted um we need to take advantage of it we take it for granted um yeah it should be interesting i highly recommend if anyone meditates and you know, you're not following me on social media, um, but you'd be willing to share your experiences. I'd love to hear um, just, you know, how you got into it, how you built intention and how you've made it a habit. And as well as like what type of meditation you do or, um, you know, little meditation hacks that you can give me anything. It would just be really helpful just in terms of consistency and long term. Um, because right now I'm trying out different types to see which one I um, vibe with the best um, but yeah so it'll just be interesting to see you know as people that have committed to doing this um, for whatever period of time it's been just how you felt with it
so yeah, that's it for my check-in. I hope everyone's well. I hope Ramadan is going well. For me, it's, I don't know how to describe it, but I really feel like it's an out-of-body experience right now. Like, I'm doing the things, but, and it's not like this spiritual isolation from God that I've shared before, or this spiritual guilt or anything, but I think it's really been a powerful reminder on how much we need the Ummah for our uh, spiritual growth, you know, even if whatever dose that is for anybody, you know, obviously some people need it more than others. I think I'm somebody that does need it more um, because I love having conversations with people and just being around them and, and getting their energy. Um, but for others, you know, it could just be a, in in different doses and things. But yeah, just just the beauty of the fact that we are a part of this community that you know, for all its faults, is also, it can also just be a really beautiful um, group and commitment to be a part of, and, and done rightfully, you know, we it really can have an impact in our spiritual growth, and so I'm missing it a lot, so I feel a little bit disconnected from everything. Um, again, trying to make this be the more... Um, make you know my my heart the mosque and things like that but it's it's not about that it's just about the people and wanting to feel connected to them that's it really comes down to it for me but that that's what it comes down to it for me um you know i i think we often brush it off when we say oh make the mosque your heart like yeah that's super ideal and and i think we should all strive for that and i think that's a great state to be in because at the end of the day the only one we can fully rely on is allah but he did bring down, you know, we are part of communities. And so they are there for a reason. And so I am somebody that definitely needs community. Um, and I need to talk to people and, and discuss these things with people. And um, yeah, it's just been interesting. It's very interesting. I still can't even wrap my head around it. I can't fully describe it. I can't fully tell you what I'm experiencing. Like, you know, I'm reciting things. I've not been very good at listening to lectures. I've listened to a few that I really, really enjoyed. Um, but yeah, I've not been the best at really maintaining that. Um, I think I just get distracted by a whole bunch of things. So something to work on, but I'm this year I'm trying not to be hard on myself either. So really, you know, I think there's a hadith by Prophet Muhammad. He says one minute of reflection is better of true reflection is better than a thousand years of worship. So it's something I'm really trying to be more. Uh, proactive about being very reflective on the things that we recite and not worrying that I don't get through it all or not worrying that I don't fully complete the amal or anything and, and actually or even if I do complete it at least reflect on one or two things right that can come out of that amal um or or what we're reciting and things like that so yeah um you know we're halfway there which what baffling absolutely not I don't know where the time has gone um but yeah let me know I'd love to know how you're feeling with Ramadan um yeah it should be interesting um that's about it I think um I hope everyone is well if we could recite Surah Fatiha for uh it's actually Mother's Day here in Canada when I'm recording so for just mothers and um you know in general for the for the work that they do for the um, time and the commitment they have to their families for those who are incarcerated um, 
it doesn't have to be Surafatia. I mean, it can be. It can also just be a dua or, um, or a quick prayer for them. Those who are in current faith and separated from their children, those who are facing family separation, those who are in asylums and refugees camps who have been separated from their children, who have lost them, those who are mothers but whose ch- children are no longer with them, those who are facing difficulties with their relationships with their children, those who um, were abandoned by... Um, as children, those who are looking to reconcile with their child, um, yeah, just just those who are mums but not by uh, blood, I guess. Um, those who are guardians and and parents of folks, uh, those who are new mothers, old mothers, everyone, just all the types of mothers you can think of. Just please let's keep them in our head and hearts and um and support in any way we can and uh, inshallah may allah bless the their efforts in this life and in the hereafter so until then take care wassalam